Hey guys, what is up? Today it is July 20th and I am recording another episode to come out on Monday. Just, um, I want to start today off with, first of all, what this episode is going to be about, um, which is just sleep because I kind of had a revelation this morning, which I mean was kind of obvious from the get-go, but when you get sleep, you're, you're not sleepy when you wake up, you know? Like when you get a good amount of sleep, um, cause I have been, I guess, kind of limiting my sleep and I always felt like I didn't really need, you know, like the quote unquote eight hours and eight hours might not be the exact amount that we need, but there was a very noticeable difference when I made the effort to get eight hours, even if it meant I was waking up a little bit later because I was, I was awake when I did my morning routine. I wasn't falling asleep. I wasn't losing time because I was like lying down on the floor with my Bible or anything. I was awake and I was prepared and refreshed and I was sitting at my desk and studying my Bible and I was like, oh my goodness, I need to keep this going through the school year, you know? Um, but that's just one of a few things that have been coming up lately. I was also reading The Power of One More and, you know, he talks about the differences between goals and standards and I don't necessarily understand everything perfectly yet but it really helped me set up my goal setting system because I've always categorized it and made it so complicated to a point where I just I never implemented anything but looking at it as these you know these life altering goals and then those are like my long term goals and then I have another set of goals which is momentum building that can be a goal for today, a goal for this week, a goal for the month, and documenting those and then also st setting my standards for my life, what I'm willing to do to get there, getting eight hours of sleep a night, things like that. But that's not what today's episode is about. Today we are talking about how to stop feeling lazy by prioritizing your sleep. So yeah, I did set that standard for myself and I noticed that difference but beyond you know just like that wakefulness during my morning routine there's so many benefits to sleep and i don't know all of them but i have a couple of them listed here one of them is i'm sure a lot of us have heard this but just memory retention and you know remembering what you've learned that day but more than that it prepares you to learn more the next day it prepares your mind like a sponge i think that's what matt walker said i was listening to a ted talk to prepare myself but it prepares your mind to take in more memory. It helps you to learn. And of course, there's also the physical rest and recovery. Not to mention the, you know, just consolidation of thoughts and everything that we go through every day. Um, but yeah, there are physical benefits, there are mental benefits, probably even emotional benefits, I think. Um, but you know, muscle recovery and, you know, our bodies weren't made to just run on and on and on and on. I have something written right here. Rest is a form of faith and, you know, rest, the Sabbath, is woven into the rhythm of creation. And sleep is one of the ways that we rest, you know, like even God rested. And deprivation, sleep deprivation, also has some very, very negative impacts. Um, from that same type of talk I was listening to, I heard that this actually increases your risk of cancer and it can decrease your immune health and other different things that I don't necessarily perfectly remember, but without sleep, your some of your bodily systems don't get to finish what they're doing. You don't get the full benefit that you could be out of your body. In fact, you're actually degrading your body. 
there have even been these little studies done where they realize that when we gain an hour for daylight savings, when we gain that hour of sleep, the rates of suicide and heart attacks go down as opposed to when we lose an hour, in which case they go up. So sleep is actually so, so important. It can contribute to depression, your happiness, your joy, and it just has such an impact on our life because our bodies were designed to need sleep. We can't do everything on our own power. So then how should we be using this information? And I guess this is kind of a short episode, but aim for a proper amount of sleep and don't cheat yourself out of it because I know that when we want to get onto this, you know, this productivity grind, we're like, oh, okay, I'm going to get six hours of sleep every single day or maybe five and a half hours and, you know, I'm just going to get a lot of stuff done. But you're really just decreasing the quality of your life. You're decreasing the quality of the help that you can give to other people. And a way that you can kind of find out how much sleep you need. Um, people say to do this when you're going to bed at a consistent time. For me, I didn't really do that. Maybe I should have, but I just documented how many hours of sleep I got roughly based on when I went to bed and when I woke up um, without an alarm so that I could see, oh, like how much sleep is my body really getting? Um, and when you wake up and you want to go back to sleep, I just documented both times. Um, but just looking at that time and using it to see how much sleep does my body naturally require. And this might take a few days because it's possible that your body is still used to a certain rhythm. But it was seven and a half for a little bit for me. But then I would get eight hours, nine hours, and I was like, okay, maybe this needs to come up a little bit. Because when I woke up, I was tired. And a lot of the times when we set a standard of sleep, we actually end up getting less sleep than that by even like half an hour. Um, and that can just happen because it takes time to fall asleep or, you know, you stay up a little bit later just to get one more thing done. Um, but another way that we should be using this information is by introducing regularity and routines. Honestly, I haven't been doing this so much because it's summer now. Um, but this is definitely beneficial and if you can do it, definitely do it. Um, and I mean during the school year too, but having that regularity of when you go to sleep and when you wake up, giving your body that chance to get used to it, to actually have this routine, have this system, and yeah, just have a regularity in when you go to sleep and when you wake up and develop morning and night routines. So when you have a morning routine, it'll help you get more pumped up for the day. When you have a night routine, it'll help you wind down and fall asleep faster. And that can include, you know, taking warm showers, taking cold showers, which I'll touch on more later, or making your bed, or journaling, or reflecting, or reading the Bible, things like that, breathing. So my next one is to sleep in cooler temperatures, because that's supposed to help your body fall asleep more naturally, and or take warm showers at night and try cold showers in the morning. So. The logic behind taking warm showers at night is that your body temperature will actually lower itself, I think, to kind of make up for the warm temperature of the water. And in the morning, you want your body to be warmer, so you take a cold shower so that it'll warm itself up. And it also just gives your body a shock. And additionally, with the cold showers, it's a mental toughness discipline thing. Um, you won't always want to do it, and you might not like the shock when you get underneath the water. But eventually you'll be used to getting the shock. It's still gonna 
be a shock, but you're going to be used to standing there and waiting for it, you know? And finally, create an association between your sleeping area and sleep rather than your sleeping area and wakefulness. So I actually first heard about this from a friend who read Atomic Habits by James Clear. That's still on my reading list, but essentially you try not to do anything in the area where you sleep, especially your bed, that is associated with wakefulness. And honestly, I haven't been the best at keeping with this rule, but it's supposed to help and I can understand why. Because if we're always just on our phones in the middle of the night, first of all, the blue light, and second of all, you're associating your sleeping area in your mind with being attached to this constant wakefulness and activity when you're looking at your phone. Um, so something else that Matt Walker actually said is, if you can't fall asleep at night, then get up and go to another room and do something because you don't want to associate your bed with, you know, that feeling of wakefulness and then come back when you feel tired so that it's associated with that feeling of being tired or sleepy. So yeah, I hope that you guys were able to just refresh your knowledge and your memory on what sleep is, and that you can use it to refresh your knowledge and memory. Um, but yeah, I just really pray that this is beneficial to you, because it might seem like such a small thing, but sleep really is so essential to our daily lives. So I hope that this was able to encourage or help you in some way. Um, yeah, all the best and all the blessings. See you!